You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. The show you're about to listen to is part of the Hopped Up Network's growing family of craft beer podcasts in the U.S. and Canada. I think it's great. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts. I love it. I love you guys. You're listening to the Hopped Up Network. You're listening to the Pints and Provisions podcast with Evan, Mark, Ryan, and Dan. You're listening to the Pints and Provision Podcast with Evan, Mark, and Dan. Oh, I forgot to... I can't remember. Yeah. Check one, two, check one, two. Check. Check your mics. Oh. Check. Chickity check. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Why you have a couple beers before you this start. Yeah. You if, if not, it, it starts <laughs> off really slow. It's so like, this is hi guys, welcome. Enjoy my show. I had a good start. I heard he had a What else? Yeah, I had a Eraser X from Beer Republic. You missed Chemtrail Mix. Ooh. Can can that be my best beer of the week? One I had an hour sure ago. Can, yeah. yeah, that's fine. All right. Was it eighteen or seventeen? Eighteen. It was great. All right, here we go. We are here at Ryan's house. Thanks for hosting, Ryan. All right, welcome. This is Evan with Pints and Provisions Podcast. We are joined uh, again, Ryan and Mark, hey. core podcasters with our friend from up north in Chicago. We've got Rick. We're going to affectionately refer to him as RP3. We like to call him RP3. <laughs> RP3. That's me. Thanks <laughs> well, for having me. Noted White Sox fan. Yes. That's yeah. right. So what we're going to do, we've got a lot planned, so we're going to jump right into beers of the week. Uh, Ryan, why don't you go first? Yeah, mine is going to be from about an hour ago that uh, we started with, um, with Phil and Tony, some listeners uh, down the road. Uh, Chemtrail mixed by Three Floyds Brewing out of Munster, Indiana, their 2018 version of this. It was a rye barrel-aged imperial stout uh, with pink peppercorns and... Cocoa nibs and cinnamon. Um, it was delicious, a little spicy, great cinnamon, but really balanced with the barrel and plenty of stout came through. It's, it's. I mean, it's pretty fresh. You know, it the was silver only, wax. The silver wax. Silver wax. And uh, yeah, it was fantastic. No complaints. All right, I'm gonna go with uh, Mosey from Toppling Goliath, and uh, it was uh, a nice IPA. Uh, had Nelson and Mosaic hops. Uh, very nicely balanced together, worked well together. It was a great beer. Nice. All right, RP3? I don't know. <laughs> On the spot here. I, I'm going to say probably Prop 18. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite I've had this week. Nice. Was it Draft triple or chocolate? Bottle? Draft was, or bottle? That was bottle. And uh, was a triple chocolate barrel-aged. I think that's basically all that's in that one. Chocolate, but chocolate, and more chocolate. Triple chocolate. But yeah, crazy. it was it was great. I so think. does it really taste like chocolate flavored beer or but beer flavored you know chocolate? What, what they did well is uh, it doesn't taste exactly like Hershey syrup or something like that. It's actual like chocolate instead of just an artificial chocolate taste. Did they name what the chocolate what, like? Was it a dark chocolate or it just says chocolate? Okay, <laughs> just chocolate, chocolate. I'm sorry, I'm not going to actually name a beer, but it is from a brewery. This weekend, I cracked my Hill Farmstead Bourbon Barrel Age Vermont Maple Syrup. 
I know it's not a beer. Fresh batch? Fre- no, oh. actually, this was last year's batch. Ooh. And I will tell you, I screwed up the cap because you know how everyone was like, how are we going to recap this because it didn't come with a swig cap? Well, it is a plastic cap with the cork that you can put it back in, but since I had to go through the wax, I basically broke it. I think I had one of those, and I probably did the same because I just corked it with one of like my wine. That's basically what I did. <laughs> wine, wine, wine closers or whatever they're called. So I made homemade pancakes. Uh, and it is perfect on the homemade pancakes. This is the kind of stuff I do not share with Shown anybody else. on our social media pages. Shown on the social media page, Instagram page. I do not share this with my kids. They don't get to use this. This is dad syrup. Uh, and I also put in the coffee. Uh, and I think in coffee, it tastes really good. I think on, I've done it on vanilla ice cream. It tastes really good. But it pretty much can be the thing that adds what you want and elevates everything else that you want to drink. When you eat. posted that photo, you almost got a random knock on your door. <laughs> yeah, we had fresh pancakes, so you could have come over. I mean, you would have fought the kids for them because they they like those too. I think I could take them. Yeah, <laughs> it looked delicious. <laughs> so we're pouring a beer here. Everyone got a decent amount. Has anyone tried it yet? Yeah, it's very good. Oh, RP three's already got into it. Well, yeah, good, yeah. good for him. We'll probably have leftovers. Uh... Yeah, sure. He didn't. Drive... I'm not going to kill this thing. He didn't drive. He didn't drive like... all this way to mess around. No. Yeah, that's true. No. I'm not. I see. I won't be the one to just empty that thing. So, Ryan, uh, this is beer barrel time from Side Project Batch Two, 2018, basically release. Um, and I think that beyond the description of what it is called, that pretty much is what they go for: is beer uh, in barrels and give it time. No adjuncts. Here. No. It's a very cool concept. Um, I think what he's uh, trying to do with it is brew a different stout or not even actually keep a recipe, but just kind of do what he knows best and uh, figure it out as it goes and make beer and and do a really good job with it. So this year's version was, um, I'll just read the description. It's a recipe that consisted of their OWK, which in the beer world is uh, probably one of the whales bros. The whale, Um, whale of whales. Aged in Willet bourbon barrels for 20 months. We're talking close to two years. Uh, One aged in Heaven Hill barrels for 23 months, so basically two years. And then their derivation blend three aged in Knob Creek barrels for 17 months. So basically three different beers aged from one and a half to two years, essentially. Um, And then blended together to uh, let the rich chocolate and sweet coconut notes of the beer and oak come forward, uh, resembling kind of an older non-adjunct derivation blend, which I think is their derivation three is their non-adjunct one. But um, I mean, so basically we're drinking a a blend of barrel-aged stouts that have all been aged for 18 to 24 months. And when you talk about barrel-aged stouts, I think most of them that you can get on the shelf or even in a lot of like limited brewery releases are probably under 12 months. So when you really get up in that 18 to 18 months to, to 24, and I, I'm sure there's some out there that have been more than that. You really get a lot thicker base because evaporation has occurred, and it's really just made the the stout thicker, and it's uh, sat on those uh, whiskey-aged oak for longer periods of time, so you're going to get a lot more of that bourbon flavor too. So it's delicious. I just took a little sip, and it's fantastic. So did they blend this to taste? Like were wow. they were they blending this like almost like a winemaker would? I think Corey or, blends all of his beers everything. like a winemaker. Okay. Yeah. He, Unless you he, buy unblended. Yeah, I think he <laughs> right. he pulls from the barrels and okay. and kind of picks percentages and like a yeah Good like a scientist. God. That's how amazing. amazing would it be to be a part of that yeah. uh, process? I want Side Project to start doing like barrel picks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that'd be cool. 
give me give me like one of these that they have and do a barrel pick of like 10 bottles or something like that like that'd be super cool pints and provisions rp3 what do you think it's great i i just the mouthfeel everything is wow if they ever add some adjuncts to this good night yeah this is yeah it's so it is smooth fantastic i mean this so is incredible smooth. yeah yeah there's and i think i think it said it was 15 yeah. percent, and it is 15 percent. you don't get any booze at all i mean this is a incredible if beer. you pop um, this on your own you could easily finish it <laughs> and 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 when i say yeah. easily no, you would easily finish by drinkability it it's so enjoyably yeah, by drinkable, drinkability absolutely you by the end of it you would say hey honey can um can I just sleep on the couch tonight because I'm done? Yep. But it's kind of just unadulterated uh, stout, barrel, thickness, smooth. Everything blends together. Like you said, it's there's no oversweetness, undersweet. There's no too much booze, little booze. It's perfect. And I bet that that is the blending yeah. process that you get. And that's where and that's why... Corey and their staff, ex, uh, you know, excels at what they do down there. World class blender. You won't get. I mean, yes, you can have a toppling Goliath assassin, and it will still blow you away. But this is an entirely different beer, because I think that they blend it. Yeah, I, yeah, it's. That's where I think Corey really gets. Um, kind of differentiates himself. I mean, obviously his base stouts are, are incredible and you can just tell that by drinking it. But when you get the blending process down, I mean, he does it with saisons, he does it with some of the sours and everything else. I mean, it is, it's pretty special and, uh, and it totally comes through in the, in the liquid. Yeah. I think that's a very special beer and, and what they do down there is incredible. I mean, not only their sours, they do a great job of blending, but you wouldn't think that you would have to blend a stout to make uh, make a better stout, but obviously I think this is proof that they can make a better stout by blending it. Yeah, I'd love to know when they call the the brewery side project, if from the beginning he actually intended it to be a side project or if it was kind of a long-term plan Perfect. to just take off and just be nuts. I mean, because I think from, from day one, people went crazy over his stuff and he was releasing out of uh, Perennial before mm-hmm. they actually had the quote seller, you know, kind of their first little yeah. uh, wine beer bar. But uh, <laughs> if he ever had a lack of confidence in what he was doing and just so much ahead of the game and so much better than everyone else, and yeah, uh, man. So do you guys have really, them really as great. Uh, number one brewery in the country? I don't know. We always <laughs> kind of joke about how we talk a lot about Midwest places, but we always do a lot of barrel-aid stuff. And, and we talk about Topping Goliath and Three Floyds, yeah. uh, Side Project Perennial. Yeah. I mean, those are some of the, especially stout-wise, are some of the the best ones out there right now, but I don't know. It's, <laughs> I think, I think I we think are a little biased. I do, I do. We might be a little well, biased, uh, but, but that's okay. They, they have that, they have that full, uh, range, you know, like there's a lot of places when you think of them, it's like, they're really good at IPAs. They're really good at sours. They're really good at stouts, but, but how many, how many places do you know that can just like nail like world-class sours, but also have like world-class stouts? None. That's a very small list. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Wakefield might be kind of close when it comes mm-hmm. to that, but their sour game is nowhere near side uh, project. Side project. No, but their stuff is low ABV and super yeah. flavorful. And I love. Flavor. I loved what they're doing. Yeah. What do you think, Rick? About what? 
What are we side project number one or oh, who's, just well, I didn't you know, know if we were there. still talking. He's about. He's entranced with the BBT right now. Yeah, I, I just I I agree. That's why I asked because I I put them number one all day, and I don't even think it's close. I don't think you know Three Floyds has Hangy and some of their decent you know barrel aged stouts, but their sour game no. is nowhere near what Side Project is. Wakefield, I don't think is even close in that realm because, like you said. There's very few beers that actually have everything like this one. Yeah. Smooth, you know, great mouthfeel, everything. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? love the not adjunct barrel aged stout that you can get vanilla in the beer from the oak, yeah. which doesn't happen yeah. very well. And it comes from a really well barrel aged beer. And yeah. I get tons of it on this one. Oh, yeah. And it's it's terrific. Yeah. There's nothing but just smooth. It's not overly sweet. On a, It's one of the more balanced barrel age non-adjunct stouts you probably can taste it's not real sweet but i still get like kind of this um undertone of like a caramel or toffee just a little bit absolutely yeah Yeah. it's nice and and i'm glad you asked that rick i think uh you know when you talk about the breweries that are exceptional at kind of a broad variety of of beers you know hill farmstead is definitely on that list yeah Mm -hmm. um yeah they can do anything and and maybe some of their barrel age saisons probably top what uh side project doing is is uh in the saison game but when you go to Wildales and I think Barrel Aid Stouts, I think Side Project takes it. So um, it's not necessarily a total Midwest bias, but St. Louis represent. I mean, name name another place that does like saisons and sours that also like kills stouts. I mean, like some <laughs> of can. our some of our favorites around the country. You know, we were we were talking about um, you know Degard from uh, Tillamook. They don't do they don't do stouts. Right. You Jester King? No. Uh, Fontaflora. I mean, like you name, yep. you know, some of these places, and then some of the best uh, stout makers like Weldworks with their Medio Noche series. You know, they don't really. I mean, they do a little bit of a sour series and that milkshake IPA and stuff, so, but nothing like. But they you know, they you do can't na- put them they, on the level of both, right? Both the stout and sour game with uh, with Side Project Hill Farmstead and. I kind of put Weldworks almost like also a toppling glass. Like they 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 nail it with some IPAs, yeah. hazy IPAs, and the stouts and. Toppling Goliath kind of does the same thing. They, they they nail some IPAs and then they also nail their stouts. It'll be interesting to see where Jester King goes now with uh, Avery Swanson leaving. Um, she stepped down as head brewer recently mm-hmm. to quote pursue other things. I don't know if that means her own brewery, if that means something that else. Cool. But you know, I think she'd been there for six years. Um, done still kind of continued the great brand of Jester King. Uh, obviously, they have a a niche there in the. In the Highlands, or is that the Highlands of I Texas? Would, I don't know if I'd say that's the Highlands, but I think I Jester King maybe. says it is. Yeah, yeah Jester yeah, King says the I Highlands agree with you, Mark. of Texas. Yeah, it kind of is. It's on the country. I know it's on the middle of nowhere. They've but. got a very specific sort of uh, recipe that they follow in terms of what they like to release. So it's always interesting to see who comes in and interprets what you know that canvas is with Jester King. Like they have what, a very neat, amazing, fun to visit brewery. Sure. And now they own the restaurant that mm-hmm. um, is on the property that used the, to be owned by somebody else. It used the, to be a pizza place. The brick oven pizza they place. They own there? that now, okay. and they do a little bit more of their own eats and, and plates well, and things like that. Well, keep in mind, even if the head brewer moves on. No, I know. That's going like to happen what, a lot now. But like, what makes their beers their beers are the location. So yes, they're using their, their, their well water sourced from... Always the, do. And then also like using the cool ship... Yep, cool that, ship. That is that is unique to that the area pool. for sure. You you can't duplicate that anywhere else in the country. Yep. No. Well, it'll be interesting to see where they go to because mm-hmm. they're they're they always make pretty fun stuff. I really love 
just smelling this. Just smelling this beer is fun. I prefer to drink it. Okay. (laughs) I mean, the nose is one of the best I've had. I mean, I think I would have said probably before today that barrel-aged Abraxas might have the best nose of any beer I've had, but that's when you get a lot of adjuncts involved. I mean, this gets really, really close to that. And you don't need adjuncts. I mean, this proves you don't need adjuncts. You don't need anything on top of just awesome barrel aging, an amazing stout base, um, and it's it can be done, you know, to the best. Damn those pastry stouts. It's probably a good thing that uh, we did the best beer of the week before this then, huh? Yeah, I think I, you're right. I, I think... Uh, <laughs> I think that would have been a lost segment with that one. <laughs> it would have been BBT, 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 yeah, BBT. Yeah. No. All right. Ryan's going to pour uh, our first blind taster of the session. We're going to try to do two. Um, so RP3, if you've uh, um, not kind of paid attention to previous podcasts, which I know you're you're a loyal listener, previous uh, guest. Every day. Yeah. I listen to you guys every day. <laughs> previous guest at Dark Lord Day, if you listen to our episode there. That. That was uh, that was pretty funny too. I still tell the story because, so, <clears throat> you guys invited me to a share, and when I got there, now picture, you're walking into a hotel room to people you don't even know, okay, and you see microphones, and I'm looking for hidden cameras, <laughs> and uh, and I'm thinking, do I got the wrong room? And then I'm thinking, what did it sign up for? Yeah. So then you know also. I was thinking myself, I'm just like, okay, so I was talking with some of my other friends and they're like, you know, they're not really into beer and they're like, so let me get this straight. You're going to a hotel room with like six dudes to drink some beers and and I'm like, yeah, and there was all these these microphones set up and they're looking at me and they're like, are you sure it was a podcast? Because that sounds like something else that uh, usually... Ho- Hotel rooms, a bed, and a few microphones and hidden cameras doesn't usually equate to a beer podcast. <laughs> anyway, so oh, so all my friends look at me a little little different now when I tell them that uh, I walked into a hotel room with six dudes, pop some pop some alcohol and cameras and and uh, microphones. I so went that, to a hotel to drink beer with people yeah, I don't know. People I don't know. Met them for the first time. <laughs> 40 miles away from and where things, I live. And things were, everything was recorded. Off the internet. I met these guys through the internet. Um, <laughs> Hashtag not craft Craigslist, beer life. Though. Not Craigslist. So that's... Not Match.com. Nope. No. Not Tinder. No, yes. it wasn't Tinder. Yes. Thank God. Um, that's what we were going for, by the way. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Mission accomplished. The door was like... It had a... Half cracked. We were... Half cracked. <laughs> uh, you know, the... The do not disturb <laughs> sign out there. And uh, I was like, oh, boy. All right. We accomplished what we needed. Yeah. <laughs> the funny part, though, because I saw it, I was kind of overwhelmed. And you guys were really nice. And it was a lot of fun, even though, you know, I couldn't stay for too long. But uh, it was just funny, too, because you're like, say your name into into the microphone. And I, I walk up. I'm like, Rick. <laughs> and then I kind of take a step back. And you're like, Rick who? Or how do we find you on Facebook? Or what groups are you? And I'm like, Rick. <laughs> Richard Paul I I I on Facebook. You you can find me there. And uh it was just fun, man. It was a good time. So that's why I'm glad I got to come back down and hang out with you guys. Say and, say and, hello, Ryan. Hello, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm I'm done with Episode story one, time. right? <laughs> yep. I'm done with story. Well time. see, and then this time when you come you came down, it was you knew this wasn't a trap. This was not a uh 
This well, is a trap to drink good beer. I figured uh, any, we're in a kitchen. It's kind of a safe environment. <laughs> no beds. No, no, no. Ryan's <laughs> wife is here. That is a large sectional. Um, <laughs> but uh, There are candles lit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So... I don't know. We, so, seg- segue. Segue. Uh, so, we, uh, so we've got the... Uh, four of my friends have your address in case they don't find me. I watch a lot of ID channel. And I, I don't know. We're not catfishing you. Yeah. Oh, man. Just just to make sure. All right. Ryan has poured... If I don't check in every hour... Yeah. Seriously. Here is where you need to send the police. Yeah. So. so we... Uh, we're sipping on a blind, uh, blind taste. Uh, Did you guys all switch to that? Sorry, no. I would just keep drinking this BBT. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna set it aside for a few minutes, but don't so worry. Ryan, I don't think, Ryan I don't think the BBT won't be finished by the end of the night. So, do we just chug this black glass, or what do we do? <laughs> so we got the. So we have these black glasses with the blind pour, <clears throat> mm-hmm. so we can't see the color. Ryan knows what we poured. I get a lot of uh, like citrusy mango tangerine kind of smell to it almost like a bubble gum i get a little I get, like, I get like bubble mango. gum sweetness i get mango in the nose still has a lot of nice tartness but uh i agree uh mark there's there's definitely some not orange citrus but more or, like a or tropical citrus like a it's i keep going back to mango mango or like a, a tangerine tropical fruit right or maybe like a passion fruit. Gosh, I get this like chalky chalkiness to it too. Almost like you're that, chewing a chalky Tums. Like a, like a mamba? A sweet, in a good way or <laughs> yeah. is that a bad way? Like yeah. So that's tart? what we're at. It's a, it's a mamba. That Thank the, you. Uh, I think you nailed one. it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of has a, a little bit of that. I don't know if it's, you know, the... the <clears throat> mamba IPA. Mamba. I'm going to go with a... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with a passion fruit IPA or a ta- tangerine. Oh, man, I can't decide. This is not an IPA. I don't get any like I've, this is too tart unless it's like one of the sour IPAs, which is the thing now. Mm-hmm. Hudson Valley, yep. Narrow Gauge. Aslan or whatever that is. Yeah, out there. they do those uh, sour IPAs. I, you know, like everybody, every, there's a, one brewery that does it first and does it the best. Hudson Valley Hudson, is Hudson yeah. Valley still doing it the best, right? The, the first and I think the best at the sour IPA. Narrow Gauge did a collab with somebody. I can't remember who they did that with, but it they pulled it off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I still get a lot of acidity on the back end, so that's what tells me it's kind of a spontaneous or sour. I'm gonna fermented. say about um, five to six percent. Yeah, I mean, most I think most of those beers tend to be about that. So, I'm gonna guess four point eight percent. Ooh, very, <laughs> very specific. Yeah. Thank you. So, do you guys wanna want the details yet, or any more? Is it barrel aged? No, no. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I, I get a lot of oak character, oak. but you know, I I, I think get, it's primarily. I'm going on a limb here, but I get zero barrel. Is it fresh? Is it old? 2017. Oh, all right. We got a very. I don't very think. I don't think it has. There. I don't think it has a lot of age to it. I'm I at, just don't. Agreed. I'm at two. Well, yeah. 2017. 4.8% dragon fruit. Ooh. He's gonna, right. he's gonna nail this. Go ahead. You ready? Yeah. I'm okay. Ready. This beer is called Molten Mirrors, oh, which Rick has probably yeah. had before by damn. Three Floyd's Brewing. 
It's a uh, fruited saison, 6.6% ABV. Mm. I believe it came out in early 2017, so it's probably that's about a year and a half, yeah. close to two years old, but probably a little bit less. That's what I was tasting. It is a basically a, a sour peach saison. Peach, so uh, peach, the description really? is primary aroma is peach candy. More subtle flavors of candy. tropical fruit, pears, and citrus are also present, but this beer is really a peach bomb. Light body with a prickling sour taste that lingers and finishes dry. But it's like candied peach. Like if you had so, a, like I a think peach you mamba, get like, like a candied like sugar for like sure. Like a, not a fresh peach, but this is different peach. than like um, if you have like a, a leaner. Yes. You know what I mean, Casey Leaner. I'm gonna That's, say that they just didn't nail it, and it tastes like dragon fruit. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely get more of the. Like you definitely fruit. get more of the tartness and, yeah, and yeah, fruit yeah, for sure, outside for sure. of the actual yeah. base beer. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I would guess like a candied pear is kind of what I was tasting. It's candied. Yeah. It tastes like candied I totally, fruit. I totally get that. Pear, 100%. Um, now that you just said that. That's kind of what I was. 100%. Obviously, I knew what, I, what we were drinking, but I was sitting here thinking like, okay, if this was blind, what would I think? And it's obviously way different, but. And what do they say it is? It's not pear? Peach. Peach? Yeah. Sour peach saison. Uh, I always really like this. I was able to get two bottles. I think it tastes um, great. When it came out and and. I think it's really good, but I do agree with RP3 here that uh, the fruit and tartness and everything else kind of takes away the actual beer from it versus yeah. like a uh, a leaner or something, a, you know, a, one of the, the top tier fruited saisons yeah. or sours where you really get that a really long, nice finish um, and a, a strong saison, kind of that base, base yeah. beer before it gets... Uh, Fruited with, or or even what, whatever the yeast does to it, with the Britannomyces and everything else. So, but it's good. I like it. Yeah, it's not it's not a bad offering at all. Interesting start. We were close. Yeah, yeah. 2017 nailed it. Yeah, there you there go. We go. <laughs> all right. We'll probably get into glass number two now that glass number one's been fun. So, this was my offering. Uh, I I brought an audible, so I wanted to bring an option, so I didn't have to be sticking with my one and in case you guys wanted to have a little bit more fun so blind so test number two blind, blind test number two go ahead the floor is yours at first smell it smells like a barley wine yeah i'm definitely getting uh, the flavor of life on the nose <laughs> barley wine is life <laughs> it does it smells like life mm. wow do we we try it now. Mm-hmm. Oh. Whatever you want. Okay. It's a little cold. Sorry. I'm trying to trying to warm it up a little bit. Yeah. Is that is that Malort? <laughs> <laughs> malort and carbonated so water. Am I. Hmm. I'm gonna go with the barley one. Evan brought two options. I brought yes. two options. Do I go big or little? I was like, do you want me to go crazy or not crazy? And I we went said crazy. crazy. So did. we went crazy. Instead, he went little with malort. I, I did. <laughs> I think I'll have another. I, th- I thought you guys like were messing with me because I first time here, and you're probably like, "Well, we'll give him a lort, and then see if he could taste that one." It's like ru- black cup Russian. We should roulette. do that. We yeah, should do that. I, I would first suggest, time. Yeah, first time guests. We're doing like rum shada in there. I'm not gonna lie. I would do that to <laughs> anybody that came on my show. I would do that because I would think it would be hysterical. Poor guy drinking a lort. <laughs> Chicago finest. Yeah. Have you had Malort several times? A few too many times, yes. <laughs> is it as bad as people say, or 
Is it more of just like a... It's a little rough. Out-of-towner, boozy... It's, it's not like terrible, but... It's just uh, No, rough. no, it's terrible. But <laughs> but it's not like, oh my God, it's going to ruin your night terrible. You well, know if what If you I drink mean? too much, it will. Yeah, I mean... Did you guys I, ever see the commercial for that? Like the video of the guy who... Like the outtakes? He just kept drinking it. And they were mm-hmm. trying to get him to say like... He would drink it and be like, I think I'll have another. And he kept messing it up. And by the end of it, he was like just smashed. He's like... <laughs> He had his shirt off. He was puking. Yep. I mean, it was. Put, it put Malort on the map. I'm there definitely going to go barley wine on this one. Barley wine, especially said you said, "Do you want to get crazy?" And usually, I'm, barley wine leads to being crazy. I'm I'm contemplating if this is a barrel aged barley wine. I'm going to almost say no. Do you guys get barrel? I get barrel. I think I get oak on the nose. I get booze. I get great. My guess would be thirteen percent barrel aged vermilion or vermillon or however you pronounce it by that's, perennial. That's actually really good. I do have one of those, but this is not it. <laughs> well, you got me thinking about your well, cellar since Ryan, I screwed up with Ryan that last time. Ryan always like starts like running through. He starts rolodex yeah. through my cellar. Yeah, that's cheating. I'm gonna go 2016. Twelve point eight percent barley wine made by the fine brewers at. What was Straight Jacket? Was that a barley wine? That's yeah. what I'm going for. Revolution. Revolution. That one. Revolution. Ooh, I think this is too thick for that. So you're, I going had... bar- you're going barrel age then? Yeah. Well, it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to say barley wine, but, but non barrel aged. I might be wrong. Do you guys want to know? I think yep. it's young. Uh, I think it's within a year. Wrong. But... Yes. All right. Give it to us. How bad are. All right. I, I love to pull these out of my cellar. Raspberry sour, 4%. No, no, I love to pull these out because this is like what my, my cellar started with was tons of dogfish head. Oh. So this is the two... Raison d'extra. Thank you. Oh, That's wow. exactly what it is. It's the 2014 Raison d'extra, which was their brew. They made it with lots of malt, brown sugar, and raisins. Yeah, you get that raisin for sure. And it is a 15% technically called a Belgian strong dark ale, non-barrel aged. Well, considering this... I've never had a dogfish head other than the 120 minute, which I immediately spit You've out. You've never I had think... 60 minute or 90 minute? I think I was at a disadvantage on that one. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I first started in a craft beer and when I first started cellaring was lots of their higher ABV, like Raison Dextra, Worldwide Stout, um, uh, uh, crap, what's their uh, barley wine called? Um, um, old yeah. school barley wine. Oh, old school. That's um, right. And I did sell her some other stuff of theirs, which actually sellered pretty well. One, one, 120 minute ends up becoming a barley wine eventually. Right, basically. Essentially. Yeah. So, uh, but not this a, is not a, a bad, well, not in a bad well, way. It small, actually no. doesn't do Small a victory, job. I got the non-barrel. Yeah. Wait, okay, so it is not barrel non, aged. Non-barrel aged. I don't know if they do much, if any, barrel aged stuff, period. Kind of the oak aged one that I think you gave us a that's about uh, probably is that about was oak aged IPA that you gave us as a blind. I don't know if that they call that barrel aged or they, it's just that is one of those is oak aged yeah, though for oak sure aged yeah fifteen percent I do I I think you nailed it with a little bit of grape flavor flavor yeah that's that raisin okay, grape yeah. yep all right well yeah I was I I heard that and I was like yeah yeah, yeah totally. actually it does at the end it tastes like tastes like grape. But it does have a lot of barley wine characteristics. Now that you say that, I can pick it up. There you go. I wasn't. You said 2014. Mm-hmm. Wow. Still tasting pretty it's good. It's probably just like 15.5 percent or whatever it is that has a lot of heat on it. Still, that makes still. it taste a little bit fresh. But wow. 
Yeah. Interesting. What's the Man. color of this when it when it pours? Is it like like a dark caramel color? <laughs> We're gonna see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, pretty dark caramel. Normally, if I see that in a glass, I'm probably not drinking that. <laughs> well, that's that Belgian. You know, that's that Belgian quad. That's like a quad, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's not in my flavor profile. Yeah. Well, that's why I wanted to go crazy. Man, so. You succeeded So what, what was the non-crazy option? Um, or is that I, uh, for another day? Everyone grabs their BBT. <laughs> yeah, grab the BBT. Shift. I, d- I did bring, actually, um, Bearded Owl's... Uh, Sister of the Moon. Hmm. I was going to throw a little pale on pale there ale. just to let us overthink a pale ale, which would have been kind of fun. All right, we're going to talk. We're going to talk palate cleansing time. So when we sit here and drink all these really heavy um, mouth Burton, coaters, Burton Batten was. The oh yeah, Burton Batten. Yeah. That's a good beer. I cannot come up with that name. All right, RP3 brought double blazed orange citra and strata hopped milkshake double. Freshly canned IPA, today, I think. Brewed with oranges and vanilla, 9.5% by Hot Butcher to the world. And most places, limit one can. Ooh. What a time to be alive. <laughs> one can per person for That's IPA. For a, for a sticker can. I don't know. For a sticker can. I'm trying to sit here and think, besides a stout, what other type of beer has been one per person? It's really good though. Ooh. I can't think of anything. Uh, Bourbon County variants, stouts. Yeah, barrel aged, but like a double IPA. We're not even talking like a bomber or. That's it's beautiful. just a twelve ounce can. That's a yeah. Or whatever 16. this is, sixteen. Yeah. Oh wow! That's so RP three is the demand just that high on this, or did they do a really really small batch and it went to distro I think, distribution? I think both. I think because. Uh, okay. Every time he did this blazed orange, there wasn't uh, there wasn't too many out there. But yeah. didn't they do a they did a blazed orange that was like a milkshake style IPA so and was, then another type similar right. name? So he didn't do a milkshake or milkshake type, I oh, believe. That's nice. And then the next one was the milkshake. And then well, the they, next did one. they have the same name? Yeah, it okay. was just a different color and writing. Okay. One was black and one was white writing. That was the milkshake. Now this is the double milkshake. Oh, this is a milkshake. Okay. It's yeah. Nope. It's it's like lactose sugar to the. It's like betas diabetes. You, it's it smells like fresh oranges yeah. in the room right now. Do you, like do you guys, I can smell it from. Do you guys know a lot of beers that are using a, a strata hops? I love strata hops. Like what else? I've would, seen it a little bit, but not. I don't think it's not a ton. I don't think okay. it's huge right no. now. I'm not super familiar with that hop. I think have trouble hands. with that cork. Don't poke trying to get, uh, get the next one aerated a little bit. Yeah, don't poke someone's eye out. Don't point that. Don't point that. Well, just take my time enjoying Grapes. the scent of uh, of our current beer. Yeah. Essentially, this tastes like uh, the candy that you'd find in your grandma's little tray next to the couch type deal, like That's those lifesaver cream saver things. Cream. Or I was gonna say that. it reminds me of like a dreamsicle. Like remember those the ice cream, the dreamsicles. Love those things. Yeah. Yep. Is Pal- this what you expected out of this, Rick? Like a decent palate cleanse? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, yeah. Is the, I mean, is the hype person? real? I, I just think it's hysterical that, like I said, the, the one per person can is kind of crazy. Of an IPA. Yeah, for sure. I it's mean, a little lactosey, but I mean, this is... It's it is great. Really it's, it's not heavy. I mean, no. it I, maybe is on the flavor, but it's not heavy. Some of those milkshake IPAs are super, super thick, and yeah. it's just a little too much. This is... 
really flavorful it's, and this is nice i think it's good no oh, yeah see, this I'm is a great big, thanks for bringing this i'm a big tired hands guy uh i think now they're they're going a little bit more out of their element they're like okay well we perfected our milkshakes and everybody kind of you know they were one of the first that actually made i think they were the first i think they, they were, were too yeah and then uh so then everybody kind of perfected that now they're like Let's do a cactus needle orange <laughs> blossom milkshake with rose petals. With elderberry. And, and I'm, I'm not joking. I, I opened one and I thought I was in somebody's bathroom. It looked, it, it smelled and kind of tasted like potpourri. And I'm just like, this is not even beer anymore. It's not even fun anymore. Now I'm drinking somebody's bathroom. So <laughs> at least the, the good sense of someone's bathroom. Yeah. Well, yeah. We've had some beers. Like you walked that, into a spa. Yeah. Well, it's like when you go shopping for your high school girlfriend, you know, you go to Bed Bath and Beyond. It's like that's what this tastes like. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty I much that so. store. Oh, oh yes, <laughs> actually, just went there yesterday. <laughs> In, instant headache. I'm not joking. Walked out with a foreman grill and a few pillows. Yeah, perfect. So, firm pillows. Nice combination. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that this, this is, is great. This is this a good palate nice. cleanser. I think the malt they use a, obviously they use really really pale like it's backseat thin. malts, thin. which what you want to do because then when you add too much malt to these milkshake, that's when they get too heavy too. Um, and then the lactose and, the, and all of that just overpowers what yeah. they're trying to do with the flavor. Like yeah, yeah, this is um, hot butcher to the world. They're. Uh, do you like what they're doing? I mean, I was, are they a little was, inconsistent or? No, I was just going to say that actually that, uh, you know, ever since Justin, who went over there from Ram, you can tell a big difference. That was, I think they've really stepped up their game. And I think uh, he does. He, he's taken some old recipes and I think he's really dialed them in. So. Was Justin um, assistant brewer to Sean? He was. Yeah. Okay. So he learned a lot of good things from Sean. That's right. So Awesome. Yeah. We uh, we've talked the pedigree there. offline about more quite a bit, and because if if you look at it, I mean, hop butcher, especially for hops around here, was Galaxy Bowl, and that was yeah. before. Oh yeah, right. and remember, everybody went nuts for that. Was the best Galaxy. beer in the Chicago area 100%. for probably a good six to nine months. Probably yeah. for a while, people would have taken that over Zombie Dust. Even I mean, that was a mind blowing yeah. beer. That was like one of our first. Attempts at something close to like a treehouse, yep, or or something like oh, that. Oh, I remember that. And uh, so everybody was going nuts. And then, you know, with Illinois being one of the, well, it is now the most brewers in 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 the country, yeah, in the state of Chicago. Woo! And uh, what? It's becoming almost everybody who has a Home Depot bucket in their garage thinks they're going to be a a brewer, and everybody's perfecting it and perfecting it and perfecting the Northeast style IPA and their own kind of style. At least this is my opinion. And it just seems like now you don't have to go out and seek out in the Northeast actual IPAs because we have so many to choose from out here. Right. I mean, yeah, and I, I, I would agree with that. And I think uh, the good thing for a place like <laughs> Chicago is people will still figure out who is on top of the others. And when they see the hot butcher... I don't even remember the name of this, but whatever it is on draft, yeah. um, you know, the, you know, They'll if there's in. 40 others that are still competing for that, they're still going to be picking this. I mean, this, the name players are still going to be, it's yep. actually going to be more of a local market, which will be fun for people in Chicago it and is. in other big cities it's, is yep. 
the local players will be kind of competing within each other, but also kind of enjoying the market together as opposed to like, you know, two years ago, three years ago where more was starting up and hot butcher was going and they're like, well, we just need people to stop getting treehouse in the mail and monkish in the mail and, and just buying our stuff. Now it's kind of everyone taking the market on themselves and, uh, enjoying that. And, and I think the top players will still kind of emerge and you go to a, a good beer bar and you're going to find people. I mean, people are still going to be figuring out who the better ones are. And this is, this is one of the best uh, milkshake style IPAs. This is that great. I've had. I would put it up there with like the tired, the tired hands. It's, it's and, thin yeah. enough that I wouldn't even call it a milkshake style. And I, and I actually like that in a good way. Like the lactose part of it is really, yeah. really subtle. It is great. I mean, you really get a good combination of that lactose being really, really minimal um, with there's not a lot of bitterness, but with a good hot presence and that orange there's and no bitterness. It is. I was yeah. okay. Just, <laughs> I would no agree. Bitterness. All right, I didn't want to say that, but it's yeah, like, it's like drinking it's probably a, zero IBU, yeah. but that's fine. Like it's, it's like drinking a dream. Circle. It's flavorful, but it's thin, so but it's that's, not like that's, what you that's, said. What that's, I like. That's the best part. It is weighing in at nine point five. I know, and that's the other crazy thing. It's nine percent. Yeah. Like, how is that possible? Some of those, some of those tired hand ones, I mean, they got to amp up that lactose to get fermentable oh, sugars and things like yeah. that to get that ABV up, and then you got a really heavy beer you're sitting on. I mean, this is, yep, this is terrific. This will sit heavy in your stomach, but you could go through this can a lot easier than a lot of others. Yeah, but it's still Fair. gonna, it's yeah. still gonna be, it's still gonna be pretty. You're not gonna sit around heavy. and okay, drink. Okay, it's not a sitting like a pilsner, yeah. but. <laughs> Point is, we Point win is. in Chicago because, yeah. like you said, with the friendly competition, the customer is the one that wins with that type of deal. I mean, if you're in Tinley, you could go to Hailstorm or 350 or Sound Growler that have pretty good IPAs or, or whatever you choose. And then there was, uh, you know, if you're in the city, Corridor is just crushing it. Mm-hmm. Hot Butcher Revolution. I mean, you, you, there's really no section of this state that doesn't have bad brewing so yeah and maplewood they're no. they, are they brewing in the city or are they I outside think, i think they contract brew somewhere because they got yeah they got a brewer from corridor i think oh yeah that's right and they're supposed to be yeah. doing really good things now and but those are just like the top names when you got 40 or 50 that are all doing similar stuff it's like it's it's really fun i was at a, at a place in chicago this past weekend where there was uh, four or five IPAs on draft, and two I think I had heard of, and three I didn't. It was nice just getting like a six ounce pour of all of them. Yeah, um, you know, not having to worry about driving and just saying, yeah, I'd love. I'll just kind of progress through it and figure out some of the no name places that might be doing really good things, and some of the popular ones that are also doing really good things, and even Mars having a great balance. Mars that always sat on shelves at places out here in Binnie's, they've upped their triple. I think it's triple citra or something like that. That was a great beer. But yeah, I mean, you you don't even need to go out to the east anymore, like Treehouse and Trillium and all that. When I'll take when, when I'll, you get Chicago, Chicagoing, I'll take Hailstorm Stratus, and I could be, you know, it's just my opinion, but it's not as good and as I'll that. Put your, but, except that they're only one per person. <laughs> yeah, but it's available. Yeah, well, it's that's available. why. This will get me through my Thursday night, so then yeah, I gotta find I'm a, something I'm for the weekend. To, I'm allowed to have two beers if I get Stratus, so <laughs> it's <Yeah>. like <laughs> two two beers for that evening, so yeah. I don't know. It is what it is, but it's good. Speaking yeah. of fun Chicago um, stories, our other <laughs> podcaster, Dan, Daniel, uh, I sent him a nice little care package 
uh, from Bearded Owl. I went down there and I figured, you know, Daniel doesn't get to come down here and join us a lot, so I sent him a nice little package from our local place down here, Bearded Owl. I get this. Uh, uh, we have a nice little text string that goes through uh, Mark and Ryan and I and Daniel, and he had like three pictures, and basically it was like an ambulance, a fire truck, and about three cars that looked like they piled up on each other. Well, so so happened that uh, the FedEx guy stopped at Daniel's house to drop off my box to his house. And his wife is about ready to pull in. She's sitting there waiting, waiting, waiting. Um, and some guy had rear-ended someone else. And then it caused like a little bit of a chain reaction because the FedEx guy had parked there to drop my box off. <laughs> That's crazy. To Daniel's house. So see what kind of trouble beer gets us into. Um, and I just, you know, I'm uh, very thankful that, you know, Daniel's wife and children were involved in that altercation. Otherwise, we may not have Daniel here as one of our podcasters anymore. FedEx nope. for nope. the win. For the win. And, you know, it was <laughs> not FedEx's fault. Yeah. Um, he was dropping, and, and FedEx was not involved, but, you know, this other guy obviously. Don't text and drive. Paying, yeah, other other guy was not paying attention. It was probably one of those 12 by 12 by 12 boxes that were just oh, so yeah. distracting and attractive and. Whoever it was was trying to figure out what was it, what was in the box. Yeah, porch bomb. Awesome porch bomb. So this is velvet that we're drinking now. From yeah, I finally Casey. got the cork off. Casey, an ale aged in oak barrels with apricots. Is apricots. this one with side project or did they stop that? Perfection bottled eight seven eighteen. So this is a young beer. This is young. I don't see side project listed here. They did anywhere. side project did Jammy and uh, nope. Leaner. Leaner. Right. This is just Casey. This is just Casey. Okay. Man, that's funky. Is that in your glass? Oh yeah. I thought that almost looked like the milkshake it IPA. It looks exactly like that milkshake IPA. I mean, <laughs> oh, <that> smells, so <laughs> it smells good. really good. I haven't tasted it yet. Everybody knows our love of. We're still getting to know each hotness. other of stone fruits. That's the hotness right there. Mm. Just like funky armpit like apricots. Yeah, I love it. In a good way. Velvet. I wonder what all right, Evan. Brewmaster. What's the name Velvet come from? Velvet? In terms of a brewing technique? Of, in, fr- in terms of this beer. It does say in collaboration with Side Project. <laughs> By the way, I just looked at the bottle. I didn't read it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just FYI. Thanks, Mark. Mark, because jammy is obvious with the jam from the fruit. Leaner is when they bite into the fruit and they have to lean over velvet so it doesn't of, spill on their shirt. Velvet of an like apricot. A, yeah, is it like just the, like the texture feel, of feel? The feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah the peach fuzz. Guess. Okay, I didn't know if there's something more. Aged in oak barrels. Gosh, they just kill it with this stuff. <sighs> Brewed and bottled by Casey Brewing and Blending LLC. Glenwood Springs, Colorado, in collaboration with Side Ooh, Project. Oh, they're an Brewing. LLC. Yeah, I think it probably just has to do with the the texture of a uh, apricot. That's just that's like a fresh apricot right there. <clears throat> so good. I feel like we should have uh, put this in the black glass. That would have been. That would have been. I thought about fun. it just because you'd be like, "Hmm, I'm getting armpit." Yeah, on, on the nose. I'm getting high school armpit. <laughs> like high school gym no, it's armpit. No, it's not high school. It's like, like here you go, like, Corey King. This is what you did. It's yeah. like sixth grade armpit, like before they discover, <laughs> yeah. you Old know. Spice. Yeah. Swagger. Our descriptions are so. Um, we'll so, get a bigger beer at some are point. Are so appealing. In the, next, in the next couple of pods that's 
We really just, rare, highly rated in the black glass. We just like to screw around with that thing more or less with each other. I should have gone small on mine. but I like the black glass idea. It's yeah. tough. It's, it it's really tough. With you. Has, Has really anybody with you. ever nailed it? No. Uh, yes. I thought you Ryan, did one you got, time. You got, Not you really. Got, you nailed it pretty close, I think, one time. What was that? It was on the Saison that you brought, I think. Hmm. Was it, it was a lighter one? I think it was a Saison. But a lot of them, I have, we've been way off. Like I think I, I stumped you guys with the Bourbon County barley wine. I had a sour saison that was like eight point five percent, and I was like, it's got to be oak aged and eight point nine. And yeah, I think I was you probably wrong on the fruits, but right on. I think the age there was and, once where you were really, really close, and there, there was once where Mark was really close because I think we all thought it was barrel aged and it wasn't, and you said it, you you didn't think it was barrel aged. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Doesn't it doesn't matter? It's just tough. Uh, I've got a nose tough. for the barrel. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. This is very good. Yeah. That's my untapped description. Velvet. It's, and it's not. This is very it's good. very good. It's not super tart, not super offensive when it comes to that style. So no, it's lovely. You know, like your wife might like this or a non like sour person may like this. <clears throat> it's got a low lingering finish. My wife would love this beer. <clears throat> it's uh, when did this come out? Within the last August three months, I think. August yeah. 2018. Uh, I should probably read. I did a it's all good. that earlier. I don't think any of us in looked case, at the bottle. In case you didn't catch it. Except it's, for it's, Mark, because he read it collaboration all. with Side Project. <laughs> but were these tough to get, obviously? Was there a limited? I think so, yeah. Because I, I know Casey has there's a certain amount of member bottles. Everything's tough to get to go to Casey in general, because yeah. <laughs> they are... Three three hours west of Denver, so you got to drive in and, the mountains. And if you show up, uh, you might not even get in. You got to have a reservation, right. all that. Like they, I like how they do that because I think it's just really unique and and their beer is worthy of that. But it's so sometimes you have a better tough. chance of seeing Sasquatch than yes, getting this yes. bottle. I mean, I had a friend that went to that he was driving through Colorado and he was going to stop at Casey and pick up some beers and. <laughs> He got there and they said, "Do you have a reservation?" He's like, "No." And he's like, "Are you serious?" He's I like, thought, "I drove all the way out here." Like, I thought you were going to say that he saw Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> he may I have did. on his way back. I had this friend. He flew into Denver. He's going to Fort Collins, and he was like, yeah. "I'm going to go to Casey and then go to Fort Collins." So he's like, "Oh, seven hours later." Wow. I that'd be a rude didn't awakening. No, that I had to have a reservation yeah. there. Yeah, That's too much brutal. ID channel and, and travel channel for me. And, yeah, mysteries and monsters yeah. <laughs> we should we should probably get rp3 started on his ideal four pack oh um, yeah. there we go yeah so again this is a doesn't matter if you want to name specific breweries right. types of beer but four beers gotcha. that if you were stranded you would uh you'd drink all the time now going back i said that i don't chase hops uh because we have so many great ones here but in my opinion monkish just I don't know if it's just the water out there or what, but it's just a bar above everybody else. Agreed. So I'd, I'd say them. Um, so one sticker can monkish. Yeah, it doesn't. IPA. Which one? Doesn't, What's your top? What what comes to mind? Just name one. Uh, I just had that Cousin of Death or something like that. <laughs> okay. That was really good. Um, A little Nas reference. I was going to say is Evan, knows, Evan knows the musical reference. Nas reference. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, I remember Hate Me Now. That's all I know. <laughs> I remember uh, that. But in one mic. Well, 
cousin of death because sleep sleep is the cousin of death i gotcha okay um side project i mean if you want to just say brewery it would be something from them you know one of these i mean if i could have this for my dream bbt there you go so i keep forgetting that people can't see when i point they're like i'll have some of this all right rick what would you like uh but anyways so that and um Milkshake IPAs, man. I I love Tired Hands. Like I said, I think they've gotten a little too weird for me at times. I got a buddy out there that, pardon me, that sends me boxes, and uh, some are just great, and some, I hate to say it, but have just missed. And just, I'm not the only one because it's like they're trying too hard, or they are trying too hard. And I think that, um, you know, well, I think they're trying to kind of go outside the box be expansive i yeah. think they're trying yes, to do sure. a lot of different yes, fruits 100%. and things like that and some some 100%. hit some miss and and then uh i'd have to say this is we're on a deserted island type deal sure uh well it's hot out there so probably some the guard maybe some sours Ooh, yeah you know it depends if there's any uh is there island shorties on there too because sure they like sours so yeah that would yeah. be number four <laughs> would be uh <laughs> make sure perfect make sure if this i'm always <laughs> thinking about someone else you know what i mean like i'm always trying to get all the angles covered yeah, yeah. so now if this island is in florida it's probably all stouts yeah but. and you know what we, yeah. i could especially swim if you're on the west side yeah so i could swim to, swim to florida for that and go to a j-week field event there you or go. something make but yeah sure. that would be my four so nice Very what nice. what tired hands uh milkshake comes to mind is one of your top ones Double vanilla was insane. Oh, double vanilla, yeah. That was really good. And like you said, before, like when they first started doing it, I feel like they were better than what they're doing now. Um, even just the same stuff, like double vanilla before was better than double vanilla now. Okay. Yeah. Making a little bit more, probably a little bit tougher to expand on. I don't know. but uh, One of their strawberry series, I don't I, know if it was regular strawberry or double strawberry, was just I was exquisite. Just, it was no so joke. good. I was just going to say that. Yeah. The strawberry was amazing. Yep. Um, and that was one of their first really early on that I recall yeah, having. That's strawberry. And but look at uh look at more with marbles. That, oh, yeah. They've really dialed that in too, man. That I've thing, got one in the fridge still that, that I'm just like waiting for a perfect the, time to, to open. And it's funny because it I think this is uh three batches he's put out now. One was only car, uh, crawlers. The other one was uh you know, the first can which was good, but the second one that he just put out the strawberry. It was silly good. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. But like I said, Corridor, man, they they put out some milkshakes and some different stuff too and super good, but I'm not driving all the way to Northside for an IPA. <laughs> so And parking out there and everything yeah, is just or such I have a hassle. To see, and I'm a Sox fan. During so Cub season. To, yeah, no thanks. I don't need to see that. Understood. Like, yeah. yeah. Well that's nice. I I would uh yeah. I well I all I would do is make sure you pack a uh, corkscrew. If you're going to bring those beers out there. So hopefully one of the shorties has a corkscrew. Uh, that'll help. That'll help. I'll, I'll pull some. Hey, the early it. DeGuards didn't, didn't have a cork in them. Those, uh, those, the no, silver well, cap booze. Well, maybe, uh, maybe do, is there internet access? Because <laughs> Wi Wi-Fi. Yeah. Because if it's that's Wi-Fi. the case and I'll just keep trying to bin an Adam Hicks, uh, opener. <laughs> Shout and, out to Adam. Hicks. <laughs> Sorry, sweetie. We, uh, we can't get this bottle open until uh, it's on the way. Well, until be here in seventeen days. Since those fill in like eight seconds, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ship to 
well, we don't have an address, but here's our coordinates. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, One day um, we'll come. Just yeah. spitballing. Rick, thanks for coming down. I uh, appreciate yeah, you man. coming all this the was, way down to do this. This was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think we kind of expanded our palates quite a bit. Um, maybe not so much with the breweries that we love, but some of the beers that we do really enjoy. Uh, and we got to experiment a little bit with our blind tasting. So just want to raise a glass to everybody. I was just going to ask that if we were cheersing. Of course. Yeah. Great. All right. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Cheers. Thanks, hey, Rick. Merry you guys Christmas. have a great holidays. All right. Cheers.